This podcast is brought to you by Women of Empowerment, an organization where all women can be encouraged, advised, and renewed. So when you're told you're not good enough, you tell them, not only am I good enough, I'm more than enough. My swim coach gets me a lifeguarding job at for the county, and I already had a lifeguarding job, and I was supposed to go interview with the county. Now, it's been the whole summer, pretty much the whole summer, and the county has not got back to me yet. So at this point, I'm like, well, I don't really need this county job because I already got my other lifeguarding job. They've been taking forever. I don't really care. So the lady calls me finally and she goes, says to me, um, can you come in um, to do the paperwork and um, and do your fingerprints, submit your lifeguard, serve, all that. I said, okay, no problem. I come in and she says, I do the paperwork, yes. So I go in, I do the paperwork, everything like that. She calls me back maybe about a week later. She's like, okay, so um, this is the schedule we have for you. I said, what? Schedule? It's the end of the summer, and now you're trying to put me on full time. I'm sorry, but I'm not available. Thank you very much. <laughs> so, long story short, my co- I guess this lady calls my coach, because my coach has all this, you know, he, he he's known in the county, and uh, he calls her back, and she calls him back, I'm sorry, she calls him back, and she says, to him, uh, who is this young lady that you have that you sent my way? And she was so disrespectful and rude on the phone. And I can't see myself getting her a job anywhere here in the county lifeguarding for us. She's very disrespectful. So my coach calls me back and says, you need to call her and apologize. This is not how you do things. This is not how you deal with people when someone's giving you a job, you never know where that job could take you, who you might meet. You need to call her and apologize. And I said, well, she said she's going to offer me a job. And she offers me a job and tell me this is my schedule. And I'm not available. I've been waiting the whole summer. And now I got another job. I'm not available to work the day she needs me. So he said, well, you could have communicated that a different way. Call her and apologize. So I call her back. And I say to her, I am so sorry for my tone. Just, I, I, I was a little frustrated because I've been waiting so long for this job. And I apologize. Um, I'm only available during this time on these days. Um, can we work something out? She said, I accept your apology, Christina. Um, you can work. I can work something out for you to work the, the days that you are available and the time. Long story short, I end up actually working there um, for a couple years after. So I'm 16. I think I worked there right up until it was time for me to go away for college. And uh, I had a relationship with this lady 
it started out really rough. And I realized that I was sabotaging myself because because of this lady, she wrote me a recommendation later on. Um, uh, meeting this lady, she was able to write me a recommendation. I was actually end up being one of the staff that was known there. Um, then when someone else came in and take over for her, she uh, gave good word about me. And it was just, it looked good. And even, I tell you, word spreads because that same lady that came in and took over for her end up being a best friend to my college swim coach, <laughs> which is crazy. So it's like, it's crazy how you see things happen, but word could go around about you and you'd be surprised what people say. And I realized that I was sabotaging. I was self-sabotaging myself. I would have never had that job for, for, for years to come, 16, 17, 18, you know, like, and being able to go to school, come back home and work for them at the same time. So it was definitely, <laughs> it was definitely a self-sabotage situation. And I realized that I, that's the first time I actually was able to say, well, this is when I first started to self-sabotage myself. That's where it started and not realizing. So tone matters, how you speak to people matters, and how your mindset is really matters. That's my truth moment. Hey y'all. Hey, hey, hey. Hey girl. Hey, how are you? I am here. It is your host, Christina Nelson also ready to help cultivate your life. Welcome to the Cultivate Her podcast. Like, how you been? I'm just checking on you, my fellow Cultivate Her sister. Have you been doing your self-care check? You know I have to check every week to make sure you've been taking care of yourself. So for me, guys, my self-care check this week, I made myself take a personal day from work. I give myself a three-day weekend. And I'm going to start doing that more often where I arrange like time off so I can just rest up, um, get my mental together because not everything is about work. You need time for yourself. So for my self-care check, I took an extra day off and I have myself a three-day weekend. I'm just going to go relax, enjoy myself, go hang out with some friends and hang out with my boo and just try to enjoy myself and just reset, you know, because it's important. So let's talk about our self-sabotage. Now, this meant so much to me when I thought about talking about it. I was like, oh man, oh, this is real because I've been personally, I've been personally interacting with people who I know are sabotaging themselves. And at the same time, people get really picky when you, when you give them advice, you know, they don't really like it. So you kind of got to sit back and let them kind of go down the road themselves. And then when the situation falls, you kind of got to help them out. You know, I've, I have friends that I personally am watching, watching them go by and it's just like, dang, you are so sabotaging. Your, you are so, you are totally sabotaging yourself, sis. Like I can see it. I'm trying to tell you that you're sabotaging yourself and you're not even paying attention Oh my gosh. And you know, you try to point it out and they're just not with it. Same with, oh my gosh, I can't, I ain't going to say everything, but another one of my friends, I've been texting him every day. Like, listen, this is sabotage. Please pay attention to what you're doing. Take time to self-reflect on your actions, on your behaviors, how you responded to things. You are burning bridges in this situation. 
please take a second. And I'm telling you, in one ear, out the other. But at least I'm there as a friend. And when everything goes down, I'll still be there to help him pick himself back up. Uh, But it's always easy to see things from the outside. When you're inside of it, it's hard. It's hard because you're just like doing you. That's what I see self-sabotage as. You're just doing you. If you really took the time to not do you. And what I mean, there's good do you's. And there's really bad do you, sis, because if you think about it, there's do you's where you're like, all right, I'm going to do me. I'm going to make sure that I'm going down the right road. And then you got the people who are like, F it. I'm going to do me. I'm going to do me, boo. Do you, sis. And that do you is going down the road, a very dark road where you just like forget everything. And if you're like, it's whatever, forget everything type of vibe, usually that comes back to burn you. It really does. So let's first explain what self-sabotage is. Self-sabotage is when we say we want something and then we go about making sure it doesn't happen. Like in my truth moment, I explained the lifeguard position and I wanted this lifeguard position for sure because I wanted this lifeguard, this place where I would lifeguard is an all year round place that I can lifeguard when I was 16. And the other lifeguarding job that I had currently was just a summer position for outdoor pool while this pool was indoor all year round, which would have been good for me at 16. You know, I get to work all year round and save my money. So it would have been a good opportunity to get in there. But instead, I'm talking about, yeah, I want this money and I want this lifeguarding job. But then I was disrespectful to the general manager at the time which at that point she questioned if she should hire me or not. And she was really considered to even do it again, to actually consider me and actually want to hire me. So like you could talk about something all day and talk about it, but then to make sure it doesn't happen, that's just crazy. It's like, I, I just want to explain like, you know, all the time I talk about boosting up my business all the time. I want my business to do better but I'm not working towards it. If I'm not working towards it, I'm sabotaging myself. I could talk about losing weight all day. That's one of my biggest struggles. I talk about losing weight all day and I realize that I am my biggest enemy because I talk about losing weight. And then at some point I realize that I end up eating what I want. Like I have this binge week, like currently right now, as we speak (laughs) on this date, because I'm submitting this podcast right after On this date, what today is, February 21st, I am telling you that the last two weeks, I have just been on this binge of eating what I want. Like, just like feeling, and my problem is that like, I emotionally eat. I'm a stress eater. Not even stress if I'm just like, ugh, I don't feel right. Or today was just a tough day. Let me go get some ice cream or let your girl go treat herself to a burger. Well, a burger is not really my like treat myself thing, but ice cream and french fries all day. Like you could hit me with the french fries. I dip my fries in a shake. Y'all got me messed up. Like y'all don't understand. I'll be at McDonald's. Like, let me get a McFlurry and a large fry. And I just be dipping away or shake. And I'll be dipping, dipping my fries in my shake. Like, I don't know what it is. I don't even eat McDonald's like that, but their fries is on point. Like, is anybody like, come on, anybody guilty? And what's even worse is not to go on a rant, but (laughs) McDonald's had um, 
a dollar large fries. How did I know about it? Let me tell y'all. My niece put me on to McDonald's coupons. I don't know why she did that to me, but she put me on to it. And I'm like, ooh, a dollar fries? So my behind is always pulling up the coupons. Like me. So anyways, the last, let me get back. Wait, bring it back, bring it back. So anyways, I went on a rant. And anyways, I was getting the McDonald's french fries for the last two weeks i'm like oh let me go get me a McDonald's french fries let me go get a McDonald's french fries mind you i've been trying to go back to working out i took some time off because my back was just really hurting don't know where it stemmed from but i didn't want to keep working out until i find out what was going on but in the process your girl's supposed to be eating better but what i was doing eating french fries i'm i don't want to get on the scale i've been eating french fries okay and having ice cream and sabotaging myself like how am I going to talk about how am I going to talk about wanting to lose weight and then I'm making sure it don't happen by eating those french fries every single day like it doesn't even make sense and then every time I'm guilt eating I'm like oh my god Christina like you are eating these french fries but I'm like it's all right I can work out later it's all right I can work out later and it doesn't work like that so I started to realize that that there was a me versus me complex like, I became my biggest enemy in this situation. I, I was my enemy from deep down within. You know, I'm supposed to be watching what I eat. You know, I've been to the doctor and she's like, girl, you're getting older. You can't eat the way you were eating when you were 16. You were not as athletic as you used to be. You're not, you know, before I was swimming every day, burning all these calories. No, your girl's busy at work. Don't even have time to work out sometimes. And I realized that I'm like, yo, why are you sabotaging yourself? You're eating like this and you feel so guilty. Then you set yourself in this place where you're depressed or sad because, oh, I'm not losing the weight. And, you know, the point of losing weight is not to be like, oh, I want to look good. And it's about having longevity and living a nice, long, healthy lifestyle, right? So I'm like, when am I going to stop? When am I going to stop sabotaging myself? When am I going to stop this me versus me complex and stop being so fixed on sabotaging myself with my health? And I realized that I needed to focus on what you're good at. What are you good at when it comes to you thinking about sabotaging yourself? What are you good at? Align yourself with what you need so that you're not constantly taking away from yourself, constantly not allowing yourself to make things happen. So I, I realized that I love, I do love to work out. I actually like to work out. I love swimming. So I started to, so when I am stressed, right? Or I'm just having like one of those days and I'm just like ready to eat something. I started to think of it. Like I just made a list like literally yesterday and I was like, okay, what can I do to uh, replace this eating? So I'm like, okay, maybe I can go meditate. Maybe I can go like pray. Uh, you know, I started making a list of all these different things. Meditate, pray, go read a book. Maybe you could just go do a quick workout. Do something to replace the eating because it's not working for you. You know, I'm buying out every day. Like, you know, I usually cook and prep my meals, but this is not helping. So I need to align my goals so that I'm not, I'm not my biggest enemy in the process. And it's, it's always you're always able to achieve it. Like everything that you want, you can achieve it. It's possible. And we have, but we have to have the power to eliminate those challenges 
I'm trying to eliminate my challenge with the stress eating. That's a big challenge that I'm facing, right? So by me eliminating it, I'm trying to find what can replace that behavior, that self-sabotage behavior, finding something positive to replace it. What can I do? You have to create a plan and avenue to replace it. And that's what I was doing. I'm like, okay, Christina, this, this, this has to stop here. Right now, you have to stop this because you're going to get on the scale and then you're going to be all sad again, like I'm not eating right. And then when that happens, you go to dramatics, like, oh, I'm never going to eat again. I'm just going to stop eating or I'm going to start starving myself. And real fact, starving yourself does not help the situation. It doesn't. It doesn't help the situation at all. So I had to really like reflect on my actions. And first step to eliminating self-sabotage is understanding what your behavior is and reflecting on your behavior. Take the time to see what you are doing. The next thing we need to do is be who you need to be. Be aware of yourself and set your goals. Review your goals. Look over them. Who do I want to be? What am I trying to become? What are the different things that I'm trying to do? And do it. Do what you have to do. I know it's easier said than done, but that little step of me trying to replace the stress eating was the first step. Just say that I'm going to do it. Just take the step to do it. Put it down on paper and get it started. And pay attention to your patterns. Have you spotted out any behavior patterns? Is it a cycle that you're going through? Are you repeating the same cycles? And I I, I know for a fact when it comes to the stress eating, I know for a fact that that's what happens with me. Like it becomes a cycle, like certain times in my life where I would overeat. And then there's times where I'm like, oh, I'm on a streak of eating right. And it's so crazy because, you know, recently I had this conversation with my boyfriend and I was like, babe, I cannot understand why I'm not losing weight. And he straight up told me, you're not consistent. You have no consistency. You like to treat yourself too much. You'll eat good for like three weeks and then like, oh, I'm going to treat myself for a whole week. You can't do like that. You have to, you have to create some type of consistency when it comes to eating right. Working out is not the problem, but you know, they say 80% is what you eat and 20% is the workout, right? So I started to realize that I had a pattern. And I'm I'm picturing it and I'm like, you have this pattern and you're constantly going through the cycle of binge eating and then your weight is going up and down. Like I, I always hit, I have a certain max weight and I'm I'm either at that weight or I'm weight or I'm lower, but that weight or lower. And when I hit the max weight, I'm like, how did you even get back up here again? How? Like, you know, usually I maintain the same weight for a long time because I've hit my max weight before and then I lost the weight. So to get back to my max weight is a big deal for me. So as I pay attention to my patterns with my eating, I realize that the pattern has got to stop and it has to stop here. So I I declared it today. I have vowed to myself that I will no longer have a pattern when it comes to my health, that I need to eliminate the cycle of repeating the same thing over and over because it's not healthy. And I'm sabotaging my health. If I want to live a nice long life, because your girl is young, okay? I'm trying to get married. I want to have my business. 
Um, I want my business to flourish. I have so much work to get done in this world before I go that I need to make sure that I'm maintaining my health. And I want to make sure that I am here for a long time to do that. And the first step is me understanding that. Listen, girl, you can't be binge eating french fries every week. <laughs> you can't be having french You can't be having... And it's crazy because one large McDonald's french fries, I think, comes up to a 1,000 calories. If you look at it and they show you the calorie count, but they try to hide the calorie count now when you go to McDonald's, I think. But if you look at it, the calorie count for large fries is a lot. Like, I'm telling you, if you if you into counting your calories, just know. Mm-mm. So your girl's trying to stay away from the carbs, okay? Let me get <laughs> let me get back on track. We're just trying to stay away from the carbs. And I know a lot of people struggle with, like, self-sabotage behavior. Um, and... Sometimes the main struggle with self-sabotage behavior is thinking that you don't deserve something or that you don't belong to you don't belong there where you are. Like you don't belong to have you don't have you don't deserve to have a seat at the table. And that's not true. You deserve to be right there in that place. So stop sabotaging yourself. You deserve everything that is given to you. You were put on this earth to get everything that you have. And I had to give myself that pep talk. Like recently, I had a huge upgrade in my life with like um, financially. And I was just like, mm, I want more money. Well, we're not going to talk about that. I want more money. But when when I end up in that place, I was like, man, like, do I really deserve this? And I had to really have a pep talk with myself like, girl, you work hard. You work hard. You go into your job and you give your hundred every day. Every day you give one hundred. You care about these these kids that you work with. So don't talk yourself out of your raise. And if you want more money, you ask for that money because you deserve it. You deserve it. You work hard. You're at work. You're giving your one hundred all the time. You are giving your all to this. You were born to be here. You know, you were born to live in it. You know, as I believe and I tell people all the time, you know, everyone has um, was put on this world to serve. And I believe that I was put in this world to serve like and I don't know how how or where, but I know I'm supposed to serve no matter what. Like, that's just something I'm destined to do is to serve people and um, and at a focus point, you know. And I'm like, you're you're living in your purpose of serving people. And why do you feel like you don't deserve the money that you're getting at your job? You're serving people. You deserve it, girly. And I, I, I was just like, you're right. You know, talking to myself like, yeah, you're right. I do deserve this money. What am I talking about? <laughs> like, you know, like you deserve this raise and you deserve the nice apartment and you deserve the nice car and you deserve, you deserve, you deserve it. You deserve it. So why am I going to mentally take myself out of the mindset that I don't deserve it? That doesn't make sense. You know, you, you, why would I tell myself you don't need to be there? God already created that table for me. Everything that's coming to me, it was already written. It was already given. He already gave it to me. It's there. He already created that for me. So I'm not going to talk myself out of it. I'm not going to change my mindset to talk me out of it. A huge part of self-sabotage is the way you think, your mindset, where your mind is, and how you think about things. 
how you think about what you deserve. Because your mind will flip-flop. You will see something good happening in front of you, and your mind will sabotage you and have you think in a whole nother way. Like, And that's, that's a huge part of self-sabotage. It's time to manifest, to adjust. A huge part is adjusting your mind to think another way. And I keep saying, change your mindset. You want to cultivate your life? I'm all about cultivating y'all. But the first step to doing that is changing your mindset. Start thinking differently. You deserve better. When I was going to get my apartment, you deserve better. When I was requesting the raise, you deserve better. When I was going to go get a new car, you deserve better. When I want to get the business, you deserve better. When I'm going to go get the business loan, you deserve better. You deserve it. Nothing can tell you that you don't deserve it. There's no reason for it. You've been working towards it. You're working towards better in your life. Nobody is working towards just being complex and just chilling in one place. That's not how we move. You understand? That's just not life. So start telling yourself that you deserve it. You are destined for greatness and you deserve great things. So set yourself up and sit nice and sit pretty. Put on your best every day. And when you get at your table, you tell yourself you deserve to stay here. You deserve everything that's placed on that table and you are meant to be there. It is for you. I thank you guys so much. For tuning in, you know, I love all my Cultivate Her sisters. And I just need you to know that I am here hoping and praying for the best for every single one of you. We're cultivating our life in every single way. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook, Woe Inc. Also on um, Twitter, we're on we're Woe Inc. FL, as in Woe Inc. Florida. We're on Twitter also. So I need you guys to also do your self-care checks. Listen, I'm going to start changing it up for y'all. I'm going to do my self-care checks and I'm going to show, I'm going to start um, snapping it and Instagramming it so you guys see it and you guys going to hashtag self-care check, okay? And I want to see you guys at us on your self-care checks. Take your pictures and let us see it, all right? Thank you guys so much. I hope I cultivated your life and we'll see you guys next week, all right? Thank you for tuning in. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Cultivate Her. Women of Empowerment would love to thank you all for tuning in. Keep tuning in. We'll see you guys next week. Don't forget to cultivate your local sister. Encourage her, advise her, and help her build and renew herself. Thank you so much, and we see you guys next week. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Inc. W O. E-I-N-C and also follow us on our website www.woinkfl.org Thank you.